With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast. Hour three. Hello, America. It is Eric Erickson here. I hope you're having a great day. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, I got to tell you some really bad news. I, I, I don't know how to tell you guys this. We're probably all going to die. But not just any death. I mean, you know we're going to die, but we're probably all going to get murdered by guns. I don't want to be provocative or salacious, but, well, the president has put Kamala Harris in charge of gun violence prevention. And given what happened after he put her in charge of the border, we're probably all going to get shot to death. Um, This is Kamala Harris. Hey, everybody. So I have some big news to share. We are announcing the creation of the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention. And we are doing this work in large part because of the activism, the organizing, the marching, the voting of all of you leaders, be it students, parents, teachers, community leaders, who understand that living free from gun violence should be a right. So we're gonna work on this together. We're gonna continue to fight for reasonable gun safety laws and for the ability of all people to live their best lives free from fear, free from violence. Thank you for all that you have done and continue to do. We are all dead men walking and women. That's it. I mean, look at what happened with the border. They put Kamala Harris in charge of the border, and we have been overrun with border violence and border crossings and and cartel problems. They put her in charge of the root causes, and those causes have gotten worse south of the border. Now they're putting her in charge of gun violence prevention. We are all going to get shot to death uh, because Kamala Harris makes every problem worse. Anything she touches gets worse. That's the problem here. And also, can we talk about her delivery of this? it, It is... It's, hello, Americans, we've got a big, important, positive announcement to make. I'm in charge of gun violence prevention. I want all Americans to live safe, happy, I do, right? What, not the Republic? Why, why, why am I reading? Uh, I mean, her line delivery was like someone who was caught off guard by what she was doing. And the energy left by the end. Okay. Y'all, um, uh, try not to get myself canceled in my thoughts and remarks. Why are they doing it now? It is September 22nd. 2023. 
Why are they just now putting Kamala Harris in charge of gun violence prevention? They could have done it after the Covenant school shooting. They could have done it after the Sweet 16 birthday party shooting in Alabama. I mean, they, they could have done it after a mass shooting. Has there been a mass shooting that I missed this week? Has there been a mass shooting that I missed? I I, I, I try to keep up on the news. Maybe some, some bad act happened, but it appears not. So now, you know, I mean, they set her up for more failure because if there's a mass shooting tomorrow after she's been in charge of the uh, gun violence prevention, then uh, hello there. They're going to um, set her up to be the fall guy. They continue to set Kamala Harris up to be the fall guy. This, I just, I'm, this is just, it's bizarre to me. They don't know how to use her. But I, I think it's more than that. She is the least popular politician in America right now. I mean, when you put Kamala Harris on the list of things that are not popular in America, what you find is that uh, syphilis, chlamydia, navel lint, Mitch McConnell, and Donald Trump are all more popular than Kamala Harris. COVID is more popular than Kamala Harris. Dying by being slowly dropped into a wood chipper is more popular than Kamala Harris. She is like the least popular thing in America. Even Nickelback is more popular than Kamala Harris. And Democrats who like her, the two or three of them that do, scream that it's racism and it's misogyny. No, 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 no. That has nothing to do with it. It has to do with the fact that she comes across as not very authentic, not very candid, a little bit too scripted, and too willing even on being scripted to go off script into ways that are not helpful for her or her boss. It's a very weird, bizarre thing. And yet here we are, Kamala Harris, who was supposed to deal with the border issue, and it only got worse, now dealing with the gun violence issue, which means it's only going to get worse. I wonder if Ukraine has bought all the bulletproof jackets out there, because the rest of us are probably going to need them now. All right, to the phones, 877-973-7425. Willie, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, I called after the uh, election last year when, well, not the election, but after the, uh, the assembly last year when the uh, school choice bill failed, although <clears throat> I was expecting it to pass, but then I got a lot of uh, confusion on it because I couldn't determine who was for it and who was against it. And then it appeared that at one point that both Democrats and Republicans were against it. I spoke to one of the uh, assembly people recently and I found out she's against it from the standpoint of taking money out of the school system. But yet, and this was a black representative. And I, I, I saw that there was some work to be done just to get her to see the importance of, uh, again, giving people a choice to make it away from these failing schools. Now, here's where I'm at. I need to know how an individual or groups can get started working with these politicians that voted against this so we can at least talk to them, find out why they voted against it, and see if we can reason with them and get this bill passed. So That's a great you, question, Willie. Do do that? 
Uh, all right. So there, there are a couple of things. Uh, first of all, let, let me let me back up and, and let me nationalize a, a local story for people now that I got a bigger audience than just Atlanta. Y'all, there's a, a state representative in Georgia. Her name is Misha Miner. Misha Maynard. She is a black state representative. She's a Democrat. When she was a kid, her parents lied about their home address because their local public school was terrible. It wasn't safe. It wasn't good. And they lied about where they lived so that she could go to a different school district. She was confined by her zip code to a violent, terrible, bad, failing school. And so her parents lied about their zip code to get her into a better one. She got a good education. She grew up. She became a Democrat state representative in Georgia. She's now a Republican. She got chased out of her Democratic conference. A black woman got chased out by a white guy, a white progressive Democrat from a different county, started fundraising against her, chased her out of, made her feel unwelcome in her own party because she voted for school choice. That's how dogmatic the Democrats are on this issue. They say it will take money out of public schools. You know, if, if your kid gets shot and killed in your local public school, the money goes away too. That may be crass for some of you to hear, but the school that her parents kept her from was a violent school. If your kid is wealthy and goes to a private school, they don't get that $6,000 from the state. They don't. The money should follow the school. The, the money should follow the parent to public and private schools, not just public schools. She voted for that. It's just $6,000. That's it. $6,000 to help a parent get a leg up on putting their kid in a private school. And the Democrats chased her out of the party for daring to support giving black kids a better education. She's now a Republican. Now, there are 16 white Republican men in the state of Georgia who are opposed to school choice. The Republicans need five of them to change their minds. To Willie's question, how can you persuade them? You can't, Willie. You can't. Because you're not a constituent. I will get the names I said last night, I was talking to a state representative, if I got to mention their names every single day and where they live from now till kingdom come, I am willing to do it. And we may have to in the state of Georgia. Other states are beginning to enact school choice. Florida has expanded it. Tennessee is working on it. Oklahoma, Texas, North Carolina, Republicans are pushing it even after governor's veto. They're overriding him. So much more. So many Republicans are willing to advance school choice. Iowa Republicans, New Hampshire Republicans, but the Georgia Republicans, 16 of them, they're all white, they're all men, they're all from rural parts of the state, they're all scared of their local school superintendents. They're not willing to help black kids in inner city Atlanta. They don't care about those kids. Willie, they don't care about you because you don't vote for them. You don't live in their area. So we have to find the parents in their area who are willing to make the case to them. We have to find the parents 
in their area who are willing to make the case that uh, this is good for all of us, adding competition to the school system. It's not going to affect a good public school. No parent is going to pull their kid out of a good public school and send them to a private school unless they think they can get a better education. And if they think they can get a better education, whether it's because of faith or, or you name it, then they should be allowed to. Their tax dollars should not shackle them to a public school. Their zip code should not shackle them to a failing school. But this is the way the education elite in America have designed our school system. You are shackled to a zip code, and that zip code shackles you to a public school. And if you don't like the public school, the only way to get out of that public school is to either get rich so you can afford private school or move to a different zip code and be shackled into a different public school. That's inexcusable. That's a terrible idea. That's a terrible design for a system. And 16 white men from South Georgia have decided that all the the non-white people of Georgia who can't afford private school and all the white, pork white kids who can't get out of public school either should be shackled by their zip code to a potentially failing public school. That's got to change. But it's going to take the people who live in their districts. It's not going to take you, Willie, or me. It's going to take the people who live in their districts to do it. And so we got to rally people in parts of uh, the state of Georgia, the rural parts of the state of Georgia. we got to rally them and get them on board. Because these, these people, the reason that they won't vote for it is because their school systems tend to be the largest employers in the state, in their, in their counties. And they're afraid that if they, if they oppose these public school systems, that the public school systems will find someone to run against them. No, they won't. You'll have the entire force of the GOP coming down and having your back. You will have local Republicans stand for you. You will not get challenged for school choice in a Republican primary. And the way your districts are drawn, no Democrat is going to beat you because you voted for school choice. But you're scared. You're timid. You're scared. And you're holding hostage and failing schools a bunch of kids who could do better and be productive workers in this state and generate greater tax saver, taxpayer dollars in the state by being productive members of society and not a drain on society. But you are scared of your local school superintendent in your local public school, and so you're dooming a bunch of kids to a cycle of poverty. I am not opposed to reading off those 16 names every single day. I got to get them. I don't have them in front of me. I need to find them, and then I will. 16 white men in Georgia who are holding every kid in Georgia hostage to failing public schools. They should be named and shamed every day until they change their mind. And I'm probably just the one to do it to them. I run a small business. You may not realize this radio show is small business. I've got employees. i got management headaches, hirings of employees, thankfully no firings. But you got to deal with the management burden sometimes. If you're a small business owner, you probably deal with those headaches as well. And sometimes I've realized it's better to outsource to an HR department so you don't have to be the bad guy. Your employees can like you and you want to deal with an HR department that your employees can like for the most part when they need HR assistance. And you got to think about these things as a small business owner. Let's say somebody isn't showing up when they're supposed to. You don't want to have to be the confrontational bad guy. That's where Bambi comes in. Or an employee reports a serious issue like sexual harassment and you're not even sure if you got a documented policy. Bambi can take care of those things. With Bambi, you get access to a dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 a month. They're available by phone, by email, real-time chat, so you can do onboardings and terminations. 
that runs smoothly. Your team members help coaching for peak performance. Your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations, and they always change. Y'all, Bambi's dedicated HR managers are U.S.-based individuals who are dedicated to your business. So they seem like they're on your team, not just somebody from a different company, but actually on your team with the personal touches you want. So if you need HR assistance for your growing small business, reach out to Bambi, Bambi Bambi.com. Go right now, type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help the show. It's spelled Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. Start moving your business forward with great, dedicated, team-oriented HR, Bambi.com. Do you know how close the UPS truck is to my house? And they're still saying it's going to be almost 8 o'clock tonight. It's like a mile from my house. But headed in the opposite direction of my house, I'm never going to get my iPhone. (laughs) Ah, All right. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Susan, you're up next. Welcome. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, sure. Something that you haven't mentioned uh, in your discussion about school choice, one of the largest and most influential groups against school choice are the teachers unions. Yes. And, and they've got a lot of politicians in a death grip. They do. You know, from a contributions so, okay, so the, the reason that I don't mention school choice or teachers unions and school choice when it relates to Georgia is because since Georgia is a right to work state and, and not a unionization state, the, the school uh, union in Georgia, the Georgia Education Association, is not as influential as it is in some states. Like, for example, in Illinois, um, it actually was the Democrats in Illinois that uh, had to essentially give the middle finger to the teachers unions to impose some level of school choice. Now, Illinois doesn't have fantastic school choice, but it's got more flexibility in schooling now. And the teachers unions intimidated them. And and so the compromise in Illinois, if you all will recall this, is what they decided to do was to require homeschool parents to be part of a teacher's union. Uh, (laughs) The deal ultimately died. It It was pretty much unconstitutional, but that was the compromise. Uh, was they were going to force parents who homeschool their kids to have to pay union dues to the teachers' union. Um, <laughs> that that tells you everything you need to know to Susan's point about the school boards or the school unions. Uh, they, it's a little bit too much. Um, the school unions. Georgia doesn't have a school union like that, the American Federation of Teachers and the like. They don't have a lot of influence in Georgia because – the teachers can't strike, things like that, um, being a right-to-work state and stuff. But uh, they still do rally. I'll tell you the most nefarious ones are the school superintendents in Georgia. The school superintendents of the public schools uh, use their clout to try to kill school choice every single year. Um, they try to kill school choice, and and they've, they've done it again. Uh, they're the problem more than the teachers' unions, the school superintendents in the state of Georgia who despise the fact that the state might allow kids to get a better education than what the school superintendents are giving them. Now, I want to give you a great deal on a computer, and you do it by going to visioncomputers.com or calling them at 404-COMPUTE. Ask about the Eric Erickson Special. You're not going to get that online, uh, the Eric Erickson Special. You're only going to get it if you call them, 404-COMPUTE. Now, listen, those of you in our new affiliate, Phoenix, Arizona, you can call Vision Computer at 404-COMPUTE. And tell them what you want, hardware, 
whatever, laptop, desktop. They'll design and build the computer for you. It saves you money, gives you what you actually want and need as opposed to generic one-size-fits-all. But then they'll also service your computer, even though they're in Atlanta, all the way over in Phoenix, Arizona, wherever you are in the nation, call 404 Compute. They get you the laptop or desktop of your dreams, and then they can remote in and help you keep your computer up to date. They can help you set up your email. They can help you do printer support. And they can help you across the board. They can be the IT department for your small business. So all of your employees get a number to call Vision. They actually answer the phone. My kid's been using Vision for his computer, IT support, you name it, it works. Call them, 404-COMPUTE. Ask about the Eric Erickson special. They can save you some money on building your computer, and they can service your computer. 404-COMPUTE. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. It's an open line Friday. I received an email from Andrea. She says, I listen daily in Virginia and I've often pondered that wouldn't people's property values in areas with terrible schools benefit from school choice. I was a teacher in Sandy Springs, Georgia for 20 years and know for a fact that numerous parents lied about their addresses so kids... Uh, could go to schools uh, at North Springs. Folks that live in South Atlanta have way lower property values than those in similar situated homes in North Fulton County. Wouldn't it be a great equalizer and enhance wealth for a majority of homeowners? Yes, I suspect you are right. Now, I want to talk about a story I've wanted to talk about for quite a while, and I haven't had an opportunity to get to it. It's It's been, we've had some busy news weeks here. I, I will tell you, a growing chorus of people right now, with the breaking news story of Bob Menendez's indictment, they want him out of the Senate. Uh, he's not going anywhere. He has released a statement and saying he's innocent until proven guilty. He is not guilty. And so he will go nowhere. That is the breaking news story happening. Big, he got gold bars. I mean, I, Hunter Biden, you got to think Hunter Biden's out there smacking his forehead. Gold bars, why didn't I think of that? Because your dad's too old, he couldn't lift them, that's why. Um, I want to talk about a... I, I, I got to talk about the story, though, because I put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off. The Roman Empire. <laughs> Have y'all heard the story? So it's it's a TikTok trend, and you got to be careful when dealing with a TikTok trend. You do, but uh, this is from the Washington Post from last week. It's been almost two thousand years since the Roman Empire reached the historic peak of its power, but many men still contemplate it quite a lot. A new social media trend prompting women to ask the men in their lives how often they think about ancient Rome reveals that it crosses the minds of many men on a weekly basis, even daily or more to the surprise and confusion of their loved ones. Now, I have a friend named Ryan. Ryan on Instagram last night put up a story and said, unless it's a rerun of Gladiator, he doesn't think about the Roman Empire at all. Confession. I think about the Roman Empire almost every single moment of the day. I am obsessed. I think about Rome all the time, like on a daily basis. It is one of the coolest things ever, the Roman Empire. I mean, did you know the rockets we used to go to the moon and the rockets we used on the sides of the, the, of the space shuttle were all determined by the Roman Empire? It's phenomenal, the impact of the Roman Empire. 
to this day. It is phenomenal how we have been impacted by the Roman Empire. Now, you're wondering about what I just said, aren't you? Let me explain this to you. 2,000 years ago, the Romans built a highway system that is still to this day used in parts of Europe. That's how good it was. And the Roman Empire on those roads used chariots. And the axle of the chariot dug into the roads over time, leaving marks. And that axle length or width, whichever way you want to look at it, determined the axles of railroads. So a train axle is typically the width of the largest of the Roman chariots. And so railroads were used to transport the rocket parts for the mission to the moon. And those rocket parts could be no wider than the width of the tunnels through which the railroads went. And the widths of the tunnels were designed to accommodate the axles of the trains. And those axles of the trains were based on the measurements of the largest chariots of the Roman Empire. So the rocket parts could be no wider than the tunnel. And the the width of the tunnel was determined by the axle length of the chariots of the Roman Empire. So the Roman Empire affected our path to the moon. That's how profound the Roman Empire is. I think about it all the time. So I'm going to get eschatological here. It has nothing to do with, 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 with poop, eschatology, eschatological, the study and theory of the end times. Do you know, there, there, are, there are statements in Scripture about the, the end of times. First, there are the birth pangs. The, the, those birth pangs, there will be a... Um, that they will escalate. If they're like contractions, they escalate. You can kind of feel that now. There will be famine. There will be plague. We see an escalation of that. We see an escalation in, in disturbances around the world. We see an increase in uh, earthquake and volcanic activity, and we really don't. It's just we're more aware of it now. Uh, it's There hasn't actually been a statistically significant increase in volcanoes and, and earthquakes, except we seem to feel like they're happening more because there's more news coverage, because there's more awareness of it. But there are weird lines in Scripture that like everyone on the planet, with with, with the second coming, everybody on the planet will see it happen. which means it couldn't happen until now. Now, it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen probably even next year. Uh, and the reason I can say that somewhat definitively is because there are still some unfulfilled prophecies in Scripture that have to happen, like translation of the Bible into every language. Every year, we get closer and closer. There's a big project in Washington. If you go to the Museum of the Bible, there's a wall, and it shows you all the languages in which the Bible still must be translated. And there's still a number of languages up there. It's got a, the Bible says the, the, the word will be in every language. Well, we still got some languages in which it's not. So you, you got you, either those people are going to die off so the languages don't exist or those languages are going to be translated. And that's not going to happen within the next year. So the second coming is probably not going to happen in the next year, but it's going to happen. But there's this thing that everybody on the planet will see it. Everyone on the planet will see it at the same time. Christ coming from the east. The only way that could happen for everyone on a round planet to see the same thing at the same time is for an age of digital live video. 
which we now have. For everyone to be able to see the same event at the same time, look at 9-11. 9-11, everyone in the world could see the second plane hit the World Trade Center because everyone around the world was glued to their TV as that event was unfolding. And they could all see it at the same time in different time zones in different parts of the world because of live satellite video. Now you've got Elon Musk Starlink that makes it so much more efficient and profound and accessible even anywhere, even in, in parts of the jungle in Africa and in South America, you, you can get the internet because of Starlink. I bring that up. I bring that point up because uh, Christian theologians say that, uh, that Christ could not have been born until the Roman Empire. Because of the way the world worked prior to the Roman Empire, uh, the gospel message could not have spread as was intended. You know, Thomas, the Apostle Thomas, people forget uh, the Apostle Thomas made it all the way to southern India. It's one of the coolest stories, actually, about the, the uh, theology and, and scripture and Christianity is that when the Portuguese sailors first landed in southern India, they had missionaries with them, and the missionaries got off the boat for the very first time. The Portuguese landing in India uh, went to spread the gospel, and the gospel was already there. It was it was already there. It was already in southern India. The, the Thomas had walked by foot. Thomas, the, the 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 doubting Thomas, that guy from the Bible, had already there. His body. You you can go go to the church in southern India and see uh, where the body of the apostle Thomas is. He and by the way, we don't know that it's him, obviously, but by oral tradition, it is. And the DNA testing on the body is of a man from uh, Israel, from the Middle East and is uh, dated to be around the time of the apostles. So people presume it's true. He was there. How else do they get the scripture? I mean, they, they already knew about Jesus and everything. The, the these, these missionaries show up, they set foot in southern India, and here are all these people from the Indian subcontinent who are already believers. The Roman Empire had to exist for the gospel message to be able to spread because up until the Roman Empire, there was not a network of roads. There was not this Pax Romana. There was not this peace where where a message like that could spread from one end of known civilization to the other all the way to India without the trade routes being in place. It's actually just it's it's a fascinating subject. The, the, the size of the Roman Empire enabled things to happen like the spread of the gospel message of, of the early Christians, and it wouldn't have happened. And even though they ruthlessly persecuted them, that just made the message spread even faster and even further. It's, it's a fascinating dichotomy to get from there to the fact that the rockets we got to the moon got to the moon based on the width of a tunnel that was designed based on essentially the, the axle of the Roman chariots. So much of what we have today is premised by the Romans. Think about concrete. Do you know up until last year, we did not know how the Romans made concrete and the Roman concrete. Think about this fact. 2,000 years ago, the Roman Empire was making concrete better than the concrete we as a modern civilization make. We built skyscrapers. We built uh, the, the, the Empire State Building with modern concrete, and yet Roman concrete from 2,000 years ago is more durable, less prone to cracking. And only in the last year did scientists learn how the Romans made it. Because when Rome was sacked and the civilization fell into the Dark Ages, we lost the recipe. I know it sounds silly to say that, but literally lost the recipe on how to make good concrete when, the Roman, when Rome was sacked by the Visigoths. Turns out it's a certain type of volcanic ash mixed into all the other materials 
that reacts with salt water so and water in general so that the concrete continuously hardens further and further over time. Like a lot of Europe, you go to, to European towns and uh, on the coast, they still use the Roman harbors because the Roman concrete has held up 2,000 years later. The Roman concrete is still there and still used with, with less upgrades. In fact, the, the port walls that were built in the 50s and 60s have already had to be replaced. Meanwhile, the Roman walls that are there have never had to be replaced because the Roman concrete was better and more durable. And we've only in the last year figured out why. It's it's amazing the the, the depth of knowledge the Roman Empire had. Yeah, I'm I'm totally I am I'm hooked. I love Greek mythology in Rome. So when I was a kid, uh, my class trip my my school only went up to ninth grade. We moved back to the U.S. so I didn't have to go to boarding school, but my class only went up to ninth grade. And we took a trip. We your, your senior class, which was ninth grade, bring out a map. You throw a dart. Where it lands, that's where your senior class trip is. Eastern Hemisphere map. Our class, we threw the dart. It landed in the Aegean. So we went to Turkey. We went to Greece. We went to the Greek islands. I do this. I'm obsessed with Greek mythology. I love Greece. I, I love ancient Greece. I love ancient Rome. I love the architecture of it. Uh, when I grow up and I have the money and I build my house, it's going to be a, a, a Greek revival style house that's going to have Doric columns. It's going to be beautiful, and and it's going to look like something out of Rome or Greece. It's going to look like something like that because I, I love that period of time. I, I love the history of it. I love the stories of it. I, I love the uniqueness of it. I love the durability of it. I am absolutely, I'm one of those men who thinks about the Roman Empire every single day. It is absolutely, to me, one of the most fascinating periods of history and one that modern civilization has become ashamed of. The whole idea of Western civilization is is something a lot of academics, a lot of progressives hate. There is nothing to be ashamed of. Roman civilization, the, the, the transcendence of the Western civilization out of Rome into modern democratic and Republican governments is something from the architecture on we should all be very proud of and not shun. It was a remarkable period of history. Not nearly as remarkable as a period of history that can send electronic objects to the far reaches of the solar system and land a man on the moon, but we couldn't have gotten to those but for the Roman Empire. I'll move on now to Patriot Mobile, which is providing you cell service with satellites that were sent on rockets that were launched based on schematics of railroads that launched us into space thanks to the Roman Empire. Patriot Mobile, the incredible people. Uh, Patriot Mobile, you can move your cell service to them. You get guaranteed great service using the same cell towers that uh, you're probably already using with your current cell company, actually. You can even take your existing phone number to them or get a brand new phone number from them. It's PatriotMobile.com. You go to PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. You move your service there. You get free activation with my name. You can also call them 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you get free activation. You get great discounts. Here's the thing, though. This is what sets Patriot Mobile apart. As their profits grow, they fund the conservative movement more. So they fund the conservative movement, and in funding the conservative movement, they fund the causes you care about, from the pro-life cause to the Second Amendment to woke, uh, to, to parents battling wokes on school boards. It's all part of Patriot Mobiles and their methodologies. They're a Christian conservative company funded to do just that. So go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric or call them at 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you, get free activation, do business with people who share your values and who then fund the causes that you care about.
Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I'm afraid, though, having given you the phone number, I'm not going to have time for any more call. Uh, my apologies to those of you still on hold because um, I, I got I to gotta play this for you. I am really encouraged by this. The Republican Party of Virginia used to be one of the most bat crap crazy Republican parties in the nation. They went absolutely insane for a number of years. And they finally lost so much. I mean, they hit rock bottom where I think the National Republican Party is headed if they don't change their ways soon. And they finally decided they want to start winning and Glenn Youngkin took over and they're starting to win. And one of the things they're doing is they've decided to go on offense on the abortion issue. Because Democrats are blasting the GOP for wanting to ban on abortion, so the Republicans in Virginia have decided to turn the tables on them that they, the Democrats, want abortion until the moment of birth. This is the new ad, and they're running it. It's a high six-figure ad. They're actually running it on TV stations in swing districts in Virginia. Most people believe that abortion at the moment of birth is wrong, far beyond any reasonable limit. Not Virginia Democrats. They've fought to make late-term abortions the rule, not the exception. How late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion? All the way up to 40 weeks. I don't think we have a limit in the bill. The infant would be kept comfortable. When Virginia Democrats say no limits, they mean no limits. Visit nolimitsvirginia.com to learn more. Good for them. You know, Ralph Northam, the governor of Virginia, is the, the guy who said that uh, we should have abortion up to birth, and if you're giving birth to a child and abort the child and the child survives, that we will keep the child comfortable and consult the physician on how to dispose of the child. That 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 was Ralph. That's the governor, former Democratic governor of Virginia, former Democratic governor of Virginia, who argued that a, a child who survives an abortion could still be killed. You, they played a clip of a Virginia Democrat uh, in a uh, abortion rights legislation set up until 40 weeks. That's the moment of birth. You could had, you could be giving birth to the child, and until the child was completely out of the birth canal, kill the child, and it would be an abortion, not a murder. Good for Virginia Democrats or Republicans taking this on. You see, what, what Democrats like to say now is that no Democrat uh, really believes in late-term abortion, or they say late-term abortions aren't very common. It is more common to have a late-term abortion than to have a shooting with an AR-15. The Democrats want to regulate AR-15s, but late-term abortions are more common than shootings with AR-15s. They don't want to have to talk about it. Gavin Newsom, I don't have the audio right in front of me, but Gavin Newsom was on with uh, Dana Bash the other day on CNN, and she pushed Gavin Newsom on late-term abortions. And he had no credible answer for her on a limit for abortion, had literally no response. And she pushed him, and good for Dana Bash, by the way, I got to say. She pushed him on it, uh, tried to get him on record, and he could not offer a plausible restriction on abortion other than till the moment of birth. Good for him, or good for Dana Bash on CNN for holding him accountable on this. Good, good for her for doing it. And good for the Virginia Democrats for fighting, or the Virginia Republicans, rather, for fighting back against the Democrats on this issue, putting the Democrats on defense instead of letting them run on offense on this issue. You guys have a great weekend. I'll talk to you Monday.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.